guys, and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you for joining your hosts, Tierra and Jack, what is now episode number 31 of our Road to 2021 series. Now, before we get stuck into the episode, we wanted to remind you guys that if you do enjoy this content, please remember to repost these episodes onto your Instagram stories. Also, if you are interested in our coaching services, you can head over to our website by searching the Bodybuilding Dietitians on Google. You can also find us in the show notes below the link and the link in our Instagram bios as well. Also, if you are interested in leaving a review on iTunes, if you're listening via the iTunes podcast app, that would mean a lot to us as well. And finally, we don't just coach comp prep competitors, we coach anyone with a health and fitness goal. Epic. Okay, so episode 31, right? We actually are giving a two-week recap today because Jack and I did take a holiday yesterday. Our first holiday of 2020. (laughs) Not yesterday, but last week. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm still in holiday mode. Okay, last week. Well, we got back yesterday, right? Mm. But uh, we did take a two-week break, which I feel like was well-deserved. You know, I'm giving us a little pat on our own back, right? We're pretty damn consistent with this podcast, right? I think we uh, deserve to take a little break once in a while, you know, maybe once a year. (laughs) Yeah, I think once a year sounds pretty um, nice. (laughs) (laughs) It was really nice, you know, but it was actually so sweet. I actually had quite a few people messaging us on Instagram, you know, saying how they actually missed having, you know, the weekly episode come out. But what was pretty cool is that all the Spotify statistics came out this past week, right? Which was really neat. And a lot of people were reposting that we were one of their top podcasts, if not their top podcasts that they listened to in 2020. And man, that just means so much, right? How mm. cool is that? Yeah, it's really awesome. And if anyone, if we are listed on anyone's top three or top five, whatever it is, please tag us in those posts because we want to maybe do like a highlight reel of everyone who's who's reposted it. Yeah, that would be so cool. I think the record was like someone listened to nine episodes in one day or something. It was like (laughs) many, like hundreds of minutes or something like that. I was like, whoa, that is a lot of, that is a lot of our voices. That's a lot of my (laughs) cheesy jokes. (laughs) Cool. So let's get stuck into the last two weeks in terms of your prep and yeah, let's get started. How did everything go? Boy, okay, giving a two-week recap on a prep brain. How about that? So the past two weeks, I guess the first week, right? Pretty similar as usual, right? It was basically just a great week of work and training, you know, just our usual great routine. That was actually the very last week of my past mesocycle, which was actually my 12th week of my training block, which is pretty nuts, right? Like 12 weeks of full body training five times per week. And uh, yeah, I felt as though toward the end, I'm like, yeah, you know, I think this deload came at a right time um, to take a deload during the holiday. I'm actually really glad that I took a deload during our holiday because Jack and I did just come back from a week in Noosa, right? We do spend a week up there every single year, which is just so wonderful staying at a family beach house and uh, right near Sunshine Beach, which is the dog beach for anyone who's ever been to Noosa. And it's always just a really nice week to coincide a deload with because as much as I love the beach, right? And one day I wanna have a house on the beach and live near the beach and be able to go for my walks along the beach every day and wake up in the morning and jump in the surf. Like there's no doubt that being in the sun for so many hours every single day can kind of drain you, right? And then trying to perform optimally in the gym 
it can be a little bit rough. So for the past few years, I've actually always scheduled a deload whenever we go to this specific holiday house because, uh, yeah, as much as I love training, like, boy, I just know that, like, I just cannot perform optimally. So, you know, the deload did come at a really good time, but other than that, you know, our week of holiday was just magical. I look forward to that week in Noosa every single year. We generally always, you know, holiday for one week at the end of every single year. And it's always just so celebratory. It's so nice. It's just a great way to end the year, especially the year of 2020 for sure. But every year in the past, it's always been quite celebratory to finish the uni year as well after all our final exams. But Ah, the week was just so relaxing. You know when you feel so relaxed, Jack, that you feel like you don't even have a pulse? You know, or you feel like your blood pressure, you're close to being dead, you know, but like you just, like your blood pressure is so low, you're just like, oh man, this is really nice. You know, not that life is stressful in the slightest, right? But just something about being by the beach, it's so wonderful, right? And I felt like, Ah, I just had the best days, right? I was able to still wake up early. My body still woke me up at 5 a.m., right? And I was able to have a morning coffee in the sun and I was able to do yoga by the pool and then I'd run down to the beach every single morning with Sam and run into the water and it was just magical, you know? And like one day I know that I will live my life like that every single day. That's definitely the goal. That's definitely the dream. But having a week out of the whole year to spend like that, it's it's very, very special, you know? And we were still able to train the whole week. We still trained at Frank's like we usually do. I was still able to complete all my work, right? The beauty of being an online coach, I was still able to check in and do video calls with all of my clients during the week. So it was just amazing. You know, I'm, ah, I felt so happy, right? But at the same time, it was definitely the perfect week to deload after 12 weeks of full body training. So certainly needed that. And the great thing is I actually didn't have to train calves, Jack, all week in the gym because we were down on the beach for so many hours during the day that boy, like just walking and running through the sand, that is a calf workout in itself, right? Like I train calves every single session, right? I train calves and abs every session, but I swear like those first two days at the beach, like my calves were so sore regardless. Mm, yeah, it's interesting. It's um, <laughs> definitely a calf workout. Yeah, absolutely. My parents say that, you know, they used to get like, they get rugby players or, you know, athletes, right? To actually like do sand hill runs and sand dune runs actually to like build their calves and build their legs. Yeah, I feel it a lot in my toes. Like I use my toes for stability on the sand. Mm. Fun fact. Yeah, just grip in there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good. But you know, the thing is like the way I approached this deload is, you know, I pretty much, I didn't track anything, right? I wasn't on my normal sheets and I wasn't tracking every single set, every single rep, every single weight, right? I wasn't trying to beat numbers. And at the very beginning, like having a little bit more of that freedom, having a little bit more of that freestyle was nice, right? But then like after a few sessions, we did four sessions at Frank's, like probably by the third session, I was already over it. You know, like I'm the kind of person who I freaking love my training, right? I love having numbers to beat. I love having structure. I love having goals and kind of feel like, you know, when I'm just floating, I just feel so unproductive and I genuinely don't enjoy it. So yeah, by the end of the deload, I was kind of like, man, I'm really keen to get back into uh, some proper solid training. So yeah, definitely was very excited there. And that's the thing. So pretty much deload is wrapped up now and I actually will be moving into another 
10 week training cycle before peak week. That's the thing, right? So at the very beginning of the week, we actually were informed by the social medias and Instagram. <laughs> the interwebs. The interwebs that the IFBB show dates for 2021 season A were actually released. And there's gonna be two shows, right? One is the Queensland state titles. And the thing about that is it's actually going to be a week earlier than what I had planned. So originally when we had gone to Noosa, I was like, okay, cool, right? I'm 13 weeks out. Then we got the news at the very beginning of the week and I'm like, Okay, cool. So I just lost a week of prep. Now I'm 12 weeks out. And now we're here, you know, on the 6th of December, 2020. And I'm officially 11 weeks out for my first show. So some people are going to be starting now. I know. Isn't that crazy? Right. But, uh, yeah, so I lost, I lost a week of prep, but still 11 weeks out. So pretty much I've been in prep now for 10 weeks and now I'm entering into that second leg at 11 weeks. And, um, boy, am I just freaking excited. So yeah, the first show is going to be on the 21st of February. And then two weeks later will actually be the IFBB nationals. Now, usually in season A, they do have Arnold's and that's always down in Melbourne, right? But obviously due to the whole coronavirus and the pandemic, right? They've had to actually change Arnold's more into a nationals. And the really cool thing is that Tony Doherty, he actually loves the Chandler Arena, right? For having an IFBB show. He says that's his absolute favorite venue to actually hold a show. So on the 6th of March and over that weekend, they'll actually be having IFBB Nationals for season A here in Queensland as well. So as much as I love Melbourne, right, Jack? We don't have <laughs> to pay for flights and accommodation and travel down there, right? We can we can drive there in 25 minutes. How epic is mm. that? Yeah, it will be awesome. Oh, uh, so excited. So yeah, the Especially for your supporters as well. They won't have to travel to Melbourne. Oh, yes, because I'd have a whole fan base <laughs> of a big, a whole flight for, for T.R. Nelson and TVD. Woohoo! <laughs> Maybe Private one. Private jet. <laughs> Oh, that would be the dream. <laughs> but uh, no, hopefully a few of my friends and a few of my clients, you know, come come to the show. That'll be really, really fun. But yeah, 21st of February, 11 weeks. And then 6th of March, that's 13 weeks away. So entering into that second leg now. And boy, I'm just freaking pumped, man. Like, you know, I, I love prep. I love bodybuilding with all my heart. But there's something about when you're in prep, right? Like once you enter, obviously, you know, it's a full commitment, right? You're, you're either in or you're out. And that's from the get-go. At least that's the way I see it. But there's something about entering into that second half. You know, I know now that I've been in prep for 10 weeks and basically half the work until this first show is done, right? And it's kind of like, you know, an even bigger wake-up call like, whoa, like there's really not that much time left. You can never become complacent and think that, oh, I have so much time because the days and the weeks and the months just fly by. Like 11 weeks from now, I'll be on an IFBB stage. And that just boggles my mind. But frick, I'm just feeling really, really pumped. That's great. Yeah, that's the best way to be. Mm -hmm. It's not good to be dreading it. No, absolutely not. No, I'm psyched. So what's your plan from here though? How have you changed things? Well, because I did lose a week of prep, right? I decided to just push myself a little bit harder to obviously make up for that week. So what I actually did this past week, I just took full advantage of it, right? Like originally prior, I was running my five low days at 225 carb and then two high days at 350 carb. But this past week of deloading, I just decided to one, drop my carbs down to 200 grams. And I just did that every single day. And it really wasn't that difficult, man. You know, just manipulating a few food choices here and there. 
I was totally well, sweet. If you didn't have a heartbeat, I don't think appetite would have <laughs> registered. I was just so relaxed. Like, honestly, like food focused, despite eating the least I have since what, back in February this year, right? I was probably the least food focused I've been all year just because I was just so relaxed and happy at the beach. It was sensational. But yeah, I took full advantage of that and uh, had some, I had a decent weight drop in the past two weeks. So I think when I left off two weeks ago, I was at 64.8. Now this morning I was 64 flat. So down 800 grams, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. And you know, I'm pretty confident that this coming week I should be mid 63s. So should be good to come but uh yeah just took full advantage you know you just do what you gotta do just pushed a little bit harder and it really wasn't that bad so this now moving in my macros have changed i'm just gonna keep rolling with the 200 grams of carbs for all my low days but i am gonna keep my high days on thursdays and fridays at 350 grams and get back into that cycle of the five low two high and protein still at 160 fats are still at 35 grams per day and uh yeah, it's pretty sweet. I'm feeling really good. So yeah, I'm just motivated as all hell to, um, you know, really push. And I'm just really happy with where I'm sitting right now. It's interesting. Like I'm a kilogram and a half heavier than I was this time last year, but from progress photos, from skin folds, right. I'm just so confident that I'm looking so much better. So, um, 11 weeks time, it should be very exciting to step on stage again. Awesome. Any changes to nutrition as well? Like in terms of food choices? Uh, only due to the heat. I'm just having probably an ice cream twice a day now. One, because fruit is so cheap, right? Like the Australian summer produce in, in general is cheap. I went to Sam Coco's yesterday and got like, you know, kilograms of tomatoes and zucchinis and everything for like 29 cents a kilogram. Wow. Like that's just ridiculous. It's, free. it's practically free, bro. Like, <laughs> Like you, you know, you pick up a 50 cent coin off the street and you're like, whoa, this is almost two kilos of tomatoes or zucchinis, right? Like kilo each. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. But, uh, yeah, um, I am definitely probably having an ice cream like twice a day now. Um, zucchini and ice cream. What are your thoughts on that? I'm not going to, some people like that. No, I'm really not into the zucchini thing. Like, you know, some people do zoats. I'd rather just have less oats, man. Like I'm not eating zucchini soup for rather just add (laughs) ice instead of zucchini. I think that's better. Some people add frozen cauliflower. I've never done that before, but I've heard the texture is actually really good. Very interesting. Yes. Very interesting. (laughs) I shall not try that. (laughs) I don't think you're going to have to get to the link, Jack, where you're eating frozen cauliflower. I don't even know if you're going to have to get to the point where you're having like air pop popcorn during prep. Mm, We'll wait and see. Yeah. But, uh, no, other than that, I'm still pretty much just like still having my kangaroo every single day. If I'm having the nice cream twice a day, sometimes that does replace yogurt, but I just have it with calcium fortified almond milk just to make up for that extra calcium. I would lose through that meal, pretty much eating very similar foods, just a lot of fruits and vegetable. Yeah. Oh, I found this past week in Noosa because there were some days where like we ran out of some food, right? And we just had to make do with what's in the fridge. And uh, I started pan frying like kangaroo with like diced tomato, rosemary, salt and pepper. So simple, but so freaking good, bruh. <laughs> so delicious. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah. Tierra's special. Yeah. Kangaroo and tomato. Seriously. Oh, delicious. Oh my God. Seriously. Get some iron into you. Get some kanga into you. It's a good time. I wonder if people see my photos and they're like, kangaroo and oatmeal like (laughs) is that a weird meal with some fruit on the side i don't think so i freaking love it 
Yeah. It's I-I-F-Y-M. Yes, it does fit my macros, and it fits my micros, and uh, it fits my taste buds. <laughs> cool. So, Jack, how were your two weeks? Yeah, so mine were good. Probably if I had to sum up these last two weeks, I would say they were very productive, but definitely noticing the difference in the dieting. So I did notice a step up in terms of hunger and difficulty in general, mm-hmm. which is to be expected. And the changes have co- coincided with my physique changing as well. Like I'm at that level where I wouldn't want to sustain this. It's a, it's a bit uncomfortable to sustain this. At, in saying that, if I brought myself out of deficit, it probably wouldn't be too bad. Like if I, I know I could maintain my body weight easily right now on just over 500 carb a day. So, but yeah, it's getting to that point where in order to get leaner, I have to, I've made a a macro drop these last two weeks. So I started at the beginning of last week. Uh, So that's down to 325 carb and 250 protein and 60 fat on the lower days and then 525 carb for two high days. So running a five low day, two high, two high day approach. So I've been doing that for two weeks now. I've had some great success with weight loss. So down 800 grams in the first week and almost 800 grams in the second week as well. What the shiz? <laughs> Remember that's that's how much, it sounds like a lot. That's I have to lose 700 grams a week to stay on track onto the game plan. Yeah. So the that brought me to around an average of 84.23 mm-hmm. this week. But what was your lowest? My lowest was 83.7, mm-hmm. which I... I mean, lows are all well and dandy, but it's all about that average. Because mm-hmm. I, I did, I, my, I can predict my weight loss to a T now. Like it, it, I get new lows on like Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning. Then it comes back up slightly after some rest days and high days. Then it usually peaks after the Sunday rest day and then it plummets down again on Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And like, it's probably going to be like that for the whole prep. Yeah. And that just goes to show why, you know, we really advocate for tracking your weight every single day and tracking your variables and keeping things consistent and having that routine so that you can have that predictability and you can truly understand what's going on. Right. Yeah, totally. It, it's, um, like after the first couple of weeks, like it was pretty much, okay, I know what's going to happen now. And definitely, as I said, in the way that I'm feeling, I'm noticing hunger, quite a bit more and especially the low energy on on today actually on Sunday rest day it it really just hits me like a train and it's almost like all the fatigue that I've it sounds a bit weird but it's almost like all the fatigue that's built up during the week kind of just hits me on Sunday and I remember last weekend on Sunday I could I was like lying in bed at at 6 p.m. so I had to eat dinner I was like I could I could just easily fall asleep right now we like you slept for like 10 hours that night or something right yeah it's crazy and I'm not sure why that happens, but I guess I'd rather experience it on one day than all of the all of the days. Mm-hmm. And usually on Monday, that's usually one of my better sessions of the week. And I'm I'm feeling really good on a Monday, so I'll take it. And what else? So definitely with the training, that was a bit of a challenge away. The week before that was week two of my mezzo. When we were at Noosa, that was week three of my mezzo at a different gym. So definitely combined with the increase in steps and being in the sun more, I noticed a difference as well. Mm-hmm. And I guess naturally, because I had to choose different equipment, I probably would have lowered the, I probably wouldn't have hit, if I had exactly the same equipment and weights, etc. 
I might not have hit the same numbers as the week before. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would have surprised myself and I might have. Uh, but again, due to an extra increase in steps, increase the sun exposure, just being more active on the beach. Mm -hmm. I even did a little bit of running with Sam, which <laughs> you would have had to catch it on video to believe us, but can it happens. Can we tell the story? Yeah, we can tell that story. <laughs> okay, guys. So anyone who has been to Noosa and to Sunshine Beach, right? It's the dog beach. And what you do is you walk down the path and to the left, right? It's about, it's almost, it's quite a few hundred meters mm, down. It's probably like... Close 800 to a, meters. Yeah, yeah, close to a kilometer, right? Then you have the big cliff face, but then it has the path that goes all the way up along the Noosa headland walk, you know, over the nudist beach and uh, over to Hell's Gates, you know, that whole thing. Anyway. Well, no, most people don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> let's just Hell's say Gates. There's, there's a dog beach and then at the end of the dog beach, there's like a massive hill yes and it's quite steep. There's the most direct route is some steps that go up to a lookout. And basically what happened is, is Sam took off down the dog beach. This was on like the second last day. We don't even know why she did it, but she took off down the beach and then, then at first we were just laughing, right? Because like you said, this was Thursday. We were taking her down to the beach three times a day and she just walks along beside our side, you know, jumps in the waves and stuff. But this time, like just randomly, right? Like she must've caught some scent in the wind or something. She took off running. And at first we're just cracking up. We're like, man, where is she going? You know, she just keeps running. And then she kept going. She didn't turn around and we're like, oh God, she's not stopping. Oh God. And then what she did was she ran up the rocks on the cliff, right? And then she went beyond the rocks. She started running up the scrub to the very tip top of the lookout. And where we looked at each other, we're like, oh my God, <laughs> right? And we took off running down the beach. And this is like peak hour at the beach, right? So there's probably all these people playing with their dogs. They're like, what the heck are these guys doing? We're yelling out, Sam, stop, right? And then I took the path of least resistance. <laughs> I took the path. Jack decided to follow the path that Sam took. So Jack actually climbed up this cliff in the scrub. Mind you, where Jack's in trunks. I I'm... just took the most direct route, just like <laughs> Sam. I'm like, I'm taking the path. I was in a bikini. We had, we're bare feet. We ran up to the top screaming, Sam, come back. We couldn't find her. We mm, couldn't find we her. We lost Sam, guys. It was, no, it was really scary. <laughs> you know, this is off the edge of a cliff, right? And we're like, God, we saw her run up, but then we lost her in the scrub. And like, you know. Mm. Yeah, you could legit, it's because the scrub is taller than a dog. Even like I was, it went up to about knee height on me. I was worried about getting bit by a snake or something, mm -hmm. but, and like, it's very easy to lose a dog. Like it's, it's Noosa on, National Park. There's on the a lot other of stuff side, there. there's a bunch of rocks and you can yeah. fall down the cliff into the ocean. Right. So, you know, we, we tried to be optimistic and we're like, we know she's here, right? Like she didn't fall down the cliff and everything like that. Like I'm always, I'm always an optimist in this sense. And I hope you were too, but I was like, we're going to find her. It's going to be okay. We kept screaming, you know, like Sam, come back. Right. Um, walkers are walking past and we're like, have you seen a dog? You know, and they're looking at us like we're crazy. <laughs> anyway, finally we must, how long do we spend up there? Like 15, 20 minutes or mm -hmm quite a while, you know, walking along this path. And then finally Sam runs out of the, out of the scrub. Right. And she does that thing where she puts her ears back and she does her little slug crawl. Like she's in trouble. And it was hard because at that point, right, you're so happy to see your dog again. And you're so grateful that they're alive, right. That like, it's not your first instinct to get cranky at them, but then you're also like, no, you need to discipline them. So they know that they haven't like that they've done the wrong thing. Mm. So, uh, it was like, 
you know, it was an in-between. I kind of was like, I wanted to hug Sam, but I was also like, Sam, you can never do that again. And uh, yeah, then we walked right back down the cliff, right? That was Thursday. Thank God that was a high card mm. day for you. Yeah. And I think that day I, I trekked over 20,000 steps, but uh, I got a new low the next morning. That's good. <laughs> Boy, but was that a story? Oh my gosh. Yeah. If, if anyone ever goes to Sunshine Beach, right? Um, guys, just imagine Jack and I just sprinting up that Google hill it. after Sunshine, a dog. <laughs> Sunshine Beach, dog beach. It was nuts. And then you can see the, the headland. But anyway, getting back to me. We, <laughs> <laughs> we got our dog back. Everything's all G. <laughs> so yeah, there's not too much else to say for me. Like I am heading into week four of my block. I've got three more weeks of the block. Then I'll de- uh, deload and have a combined diet break as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm actually going to change macros until after the diet break, maybe even one or two weeks after the diet break, because I'm on track. Uh, I'm definitely feeling that I'm going to continue losing weight and I'm going to taper steps down a little bit this week. So I hope that doesn't influence weight loss, but I don't think it will. So how are you tapering steps down? So what are they currently? How are you tapering them down? So I averaged about 15 and a half thousand. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably bring it down to around 13 to 14 on upper days and rest days and 12 to 13,000 on mm-hmm. lower days. And that'll be easy to do at regardless. And I'll be able to hit that quite easily as well. And in terms of training, I'm just looking forward to getting back into the usual equipment, seeing how I, how I fare against the, the usual equipment and the usual numbers that I'm lifting. Boy, uh, was it a shock coming back to world's gym Brisbane or what? Like the heat, man. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very hot, but at least all numbers were retained, which mm-hmm. was great. And I kind of like the heat. I don't, I don't like working out in aircon unless it's leg day, mm-hmm. because that doesn't seem to influence my pump on a leg day, or uh, that's not as something that I'm concerned about. Yeah, but it so. was just it was just such a difference, right? Because being by the seaside, I think the max temperature there was like you know around 30, 31 degrees or something like that. But then you just drive back to Brisbane, more inland, where it's just like stale and humid, and you're in a shed again, right? And it's like thirty seven or thirty eight degrees, and like like the metal bars are hot to touch. You're like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> Plus the fifteen minute walk there and back as well. Oh boys, yeah, man. Along a motor like a busy road. But... Seriously, keep your hydration up and salt your food. No joke, <laughs> you will get serious calf cramps if you uh, yeah. aren't salting your food these days, guys. In Australia, at least. <laughs> but uh, I guess in terms of nutrition i mean in terms of i guess to highlight on physique changes like as i alluded to i am starting to notice more which is great Mm -hmm. and probably noticing which areas are going to come in last versus first Mm -hmm. and i think it's always been my core and back that is that has taken a little bit longer and that's definitely going to happen this time as well like last time uh, i think it's fairly commonplace to have some sort of abdominal veinage Mm -hmm. as a male like someone who gets super lean and I didn't have any of that last time. So that was an indicator that maybe I could have dug a little bit more in that area, but definitely lower body glutes, they'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Probably chest, shoulders, arms, they'll be fine. It's going to be mainly my upper back. Even lower back now is, is definitely on track, but yeah, definitely abdominal area, serratus, anterior and the obliques as well. Mm -hmm. Um, They've definitely come in a lot. They tapered down nicely, but 
it's uh, going to take more to get those striations and all that jazz. Well, hell, luckily you still have over four months to keep dieting, so I'm mm. more I'm more than like confident that those areas are certainly going to come in. The coolest thing about your physique now that I'm really noticing is because obviously those 325 gram carb days for you, like that's really low for you. And yeah. I mean this not in a bad way or a mean way, but like you look pretty flat, you know, <laughs> by Wednesday Especially, yeah, on the beach, by Wednesday, you're, lo- you're looking a little bit flat, but it's cool to be at that stage now because once you start to carb up on Thursday and Friday, like you can really see the difference. Right. And it's cool to be at that stage now. Right. Because just like Brandon Kempter says, right. Like you have to get flat to get lean, but then you carb up to look lean. So very true. I love that saying, but it is, it is very true. You know, but uh, yeah, you still look great, but I'm just saying like, you can definitely notice now that because you're actually pushing during those days, you can, it's almost like night and day in my eyes, right? Obviously to you, because you know, you're seeing yourself every single day and just like every competitor, right? Even myself included, your eyes get a little bit skewed, right? But I can truly see a difference in you versus those low and those high days. Hmm. Well, makes sense. I'm on 200 more carb Mm -hmm. on those days. I definitely feel a crap load different, like, like appetite. I can like meal between meals. I'm not hungry at all. I'm not hungry during training at all. So yeah, it's, it's really nice. And I can still, I haven't really started volumizing my food on those high days and hopefully I won't need to, or I'll only need do it when I start to require it. Mm -hmm. But on the lower days, I have made a few changes to the food. Like I had to cut uh, 75 grams of carbs on those lower days. How did you do that? So I, I just um, changed to just oats on for breakfast instead of having cereal with that. For lunch, I stopped having uh, bread and started having some couscous with some veg and some chicken. Post-workout, I'm still having like either cream of wheat or a cake. And I'm just volumizing that a bit more. I reduced the flour by like uh, a third or even, yeah, about a third. And for dinner... That's always been low, low carb, mm-hmm. very low carb. So I'm just having carbs through veggies there on the low days. And I'm just adding a few more veg now as well. So I'm probably having like over a kilo of veg now in that meal. And yeah, that's all fresh, which I just throw into a pan with some kangaroo. And yeah, just fry that up and taste really good. I wonder when you're going to get to the point that you'll start to actually incorporate things like potatoes. Do you think you'll ever get to the point where you're having my air pop popcorn? Or an ice cream? Probably. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could easily... I'm hungry enough to implement them now. It's just mm-hmm. I'm holding off. Yeah. And, yeah, usually my hunger is quite short-lived. Like, I'll eat and then I'll be okay. And to an extent, like, I feel like an ice cream for me, uh, it'll, it'll never be that point where I genuinely need it. Mm-hmm. It'll be more out of pleasure because I, I like having an ice cream. So. Yeah, but man, it's just getting so hot. I, I know I'm just craving it purely just for the temperature difference. I think my carbs might get as low as 250 on low days, which is pretty low for me. Boy. <laughs> so like then I'm going to be struggling to know what to cut there. So I probably yeah. will go to an ice cream or... I'll help you out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> You'll donate some macros to me. Yes, I will. No, no, actually, take that back. I ain't done. Dude, by the time that you're on 250 carb, like, I'm really hoping I don't have to get down to 150 carb again because, you know, I did that for a few weeks last prep and that was hell. You know, my body freaked the hell out. Like, 
the like the fluid retention I had, the edema, it was awful, right? You mm. know when people say they're fluidy? I was fluidy as shit. Like, because I was posing every single day, right? And like on my low carb days where I was only eating 150 grams of carbs, like I was retaining so much fluid that like my feet could hardly even fit into my heels, right? Like it was uncomfortable. Like it was like, yeah, my feet were just like super duper swollen. And then on my high carb days, right, they slip right in. If anything, my feet were so skinny that they were actually slipping around because I, you lose fat everywhere in prep and you lose fat in weird places like off your feet and off your fingers and stuff like that. Yeah. And saying that my, I've been able to tighten the, the Garmin watch on my mm. wrist a few degrees. So that's definitely true. Yeah. That's another thing. You notice when you're actually getting a good upper body and extremity pump, actually, when you're in the gym, right? And you actually, your watch actually starts to feel tight, mm. right? I don't wear a watch in the oh, gym. I do. But I saw some other bodybuilder posting about that. I'm like, man, that happens to me too. Cause like when I get an upper body pump, obviously, you know, you have a bunch of fluid in your arms and then your watch starts to feel really tight. So you actually have to loosen it. But other times, I remember when I was doing a lot of running and sweating a butt ton, right? Like my watch would get really loose on the runs and it'd be slipping around up and down my wrist. Very cool. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, I guess the last thing is, is that this past week was super exciting because we actually met our new family member. Yes. Boston, the (laughs) Boston, the border collie, Boston, the border collie, Sam's brother. And he's just over almost by now he's about four weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly four weeks, I think. So we're picking him up in very early January. Yeah. And yeah, he should be a nice addition to the family. Yeah. So then there were four. So yeah, Sam is going to have a best friend, you know, a brother from another mother. So it's a different mother, but it's the same father. And uh, he's another chocolate Merle border collie. Super sweet. Boy, boy, like his, all puppies are born with blue eyes. It's something I learned, you know, when we got Sam. But uh, I hope his eyes stay blue. They're so beautiful. I think think his eyes will be like golden brown, Mm -hmm. like the song. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) can you sing that song? No, but you can give us a rendition. Oh, no, we'll have to save that one for later. I need to rehearse. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, let's wrap this one up. So I guess that's a little bit of a two-week recap, right? Back on the grind now, you know, back into full work, mm. podcast mode, training mode. Feels good to be back. You know, I feel well, rejuvenated. From a, I think from a prep perspective, this week will actually be easier for me. Mm-hmm. But I still enjoyed my holiday. It's it's the only holiday I've ever done while dieting. And, and interesting, in previous years, I think for like the last four years, I've always been either injured or there's some been other circumstance when I've been at Noosa like I've definitely been injured in two of the last three years and I think the other one of those years uh we we weren't able to train we had to train at this funky pool gym was it the it was like YMCA or something yeah it was more just a box (laughs) and with a few plates and a bar and stuff but yeah I still have photos (laughs) (laughs) that was actually the the year that we started prep I think Mm, we were about to commence prep 2017 Oh yeah, that's right. Very true. So one thing that we'll finish on as per usual is something that we want to improve upon this week. So I'll let Tiara kickstart this. Cool. Okay. So I guess this is my first week back post deload and I am entering into another 10 week training block until peak week, which will basically be another deload. But for this week back, I pretty much just want to try to not get too sore 
right? Because obviously I'll be going back to my normal routine, right? Back to my normal weights, back to my, my normal exercises, right? Back to those heavy Bulgarians again. So, uh, yeah, I just don't want to feel too sore because as we know, you know, the first week coming back from a deload, sometimes doing those movement patterns that you haven't done for about a, about a week or so, right? Uh, you can feel a little bit, Ooh, ah, I feel that. (laughs) Yes. Very interesting description there, but something that I want to improve upon this week is just doing a bit more posing. I, I um, definitely slacked off while I was at Noosa, partly because they didn't really have any mirrors and like I had other family members around as well. Mm-hmm. But even just doing a round of, of classic and bodybuilding each day, that uh, I'll be very happy with that and keeping that up. Fantastic. Great. Well, let's hold each other accountable and let's do it. Awesome. Great. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to episode 31 of our Road to 2021 mini-series. Again, if you did enjoy it, please remember to take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Tag Jack, tag myself, tag the bodybuilding dietitians, and we'll catch you next week. See you guys.